Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. This is Jesus' healing of blind Bartimaeus. And if you listen to yesterday's episode, you might be surprised that I'm dealing with this again, because I mentioned it yesterday, thinking that I wouldn't cover it again. I was primarily talking yesterday about the perceived contradictions between Mark's account and Luke and Matthew's account. But today I want to talk specifically about this event, the healing of Bartimaeus, and what we can learn from it. Before I do that, I want to say a special thank you to The Family Leader, which is a nonprofit Christian organization, which is our sponsor for the Daily Dose podcast throughout 2022. You can learn more about them by going to their website, which Terry talks about in the announcements at the end of this episode, and I hope you'll check it out. Now, before we get into this text, I want to tell you about something that's going on in the last couple chapters in the book of Mark at a macro level, which we haven't really mentioned on the podcast so far, which is really, really cool and insightful. So if you remember, back in Mark chapter 8, verses 22 through 26. That's episode 615, by the way. Jesus healed a blind man. You remember he healed him in phases. The first time he healed him, the man said that he could see men, but they looked like trees walking around. In other words, he couldn't see totally clearly. And then Jesus did a second phase of the healing, and the man could see clearly. I'm not going to get into that again, but you can go back and listen to what all that meant in episode 615. Now, when you fast forward to the text we're in today, Mark 10, verses 4, 46 through 52. This is another healing of a blind man. And in between those two accounts, there are three instances where Jesus foretells or predicts his own death. In each of those three instances, the disciples fail to understand or to respond correctly to his foretelling of his own death. And then Jesus follows that up with teaching about discipleship. So you've got these two bookends of men who are blind being healed by Jesus, being given their sight back. And between those two bookends are are three instances where he predicts his death, the disciples respond wrongly or misunderstand, and then Jesus uses it as an opportunity to teach them to correct their understanding about what it means to be his disciple. And what's going on here is that the disciples who are spiritually blind, can't see clearly, are having their spiritual blindness removed. On the bookends, you've got men who are having their physical sight restored. In the middle, you have disciples who are having their spiritual sight enlightened. And us, the readers of these passages, passages along with them. Fascinating and awesome, isn't it? So let's jump into this text. And they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside. As I said in yesterday's text, it's interesting that Mark includes his name and the name of his father. Maybe that's because his audience would be familiar with them, and that might be one of the reasons that Mark chose to focus on just Bartimaeus instead of the two men that Jesus healed, according to the text in Matthew. If you're wondering what I'm talking about, go back to yesterday's podcast and it'll make more sense. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, by the way, and we've mentioned this before as we've been going through the New Testament, is a title that would be given to Jesus by somebody who sees him as the Messiah, a descendant of David, the king in the Old Testament, the descendant of David, who was the king in the Old Testament, who was prophesied to come and sit on his throne as the Messiah. Verse 48, and many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. 
But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, Call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? Now, anytime you hear Jesus asking questions, especially obvious ones like that, I mean, Jesus and everyone in town knew what the blind man wanted Jesus to do for him. You got to ask, why is Jesus asking this question? In this case, I think it's because he's giving the man an opportunity to profess his faith in Christ and an opportunity for the crowd to hear it and then see Jesus respond accordingly. It goes on, and the blind man said to him, it goes on, and the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. Now I've got three very simple and quick applications. The first one is you and I ought to understand our spiritual condition as blind. We are spiritually blind in our natural condition. And even after we come to faith in Christ, we still don't see clearly. We see as in a mirror dimly. We don't fully understand the things of God. So we are constantly wanting to put ourselves in a posture of needing him to open our spiritual eyes. If you don't see yourself in that condition, if you have somehow a more inflated view of yourself, that's a problem because you're not going to be humble. You're not going to be teachable. You're not going to be yearning for the Lord to give you insight and understanding that you would otherwise not be able to have. The second thing that's related to that is in verse 51. When Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? He says, I want you to recover my sight. We need to come to Christ alone to have our blindness healed. Not some self-help book, not some Dr. Phil or Oprah show. Jesus Christ alone can recover our sight. God's word alone has the truths that will help us see clearly. Got to go to Jesus. You got to go to God's word, not some psychology class, not some new age garbage. Jesus in God's word alone will help us recover our spiritual sight, or I shouldn't say recover, but have it in the first place at all. And finally, I love verse 50. When this man realizes that Jesus is calling him, it says he threw off his cloak and he sprang up and came to Jesus. Some of you who do not have faith in Jesus are being called by Jesus to put your faith in him. Throw off your cloak, spring up and respond to that call. Others of us who do have faith in Jesus are being called by Jesus day by day by day to do different things for him. Each day we wake up, Lord, what do you want me to do? Lord, what are we going to do today? That should be our prayer. And when it's clear to us what we're supposed to do, what he's calling us to do on any given day or in any given season of our life, we ought to throw off our cloak, spring up and run toward that call. This is such an encouraging and inspiring text for me. I hope it is for you. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2000 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives. The family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.